I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Stepping Up, the podcast where we explore all things organisation, mental health, routines, personal development, motherhood and health. I'm your host, Steph Pace, and I'm the woman behind Just Another Mummy blog and also the founder of Steph Pace Planners. But I can assure you this is not just another podcast. Online, I'm known for my organisation tips and tricks and the occasional banter, but it definitely wasn't always this way. I used to be a hot mess and occasionally still am, and I'm here as your honest and real friend each week to show you how I turn my life of chaos into clarity. Between the house, health, kids, work, and wanting to be the best version of yourself, it can be overwhelming. And I'm here to give you the tools and tips to stop you feeling like a slave to your daily tasks, home, life, and especially the expectations you have on yourself. Join me as I share my journey and insights into the art of balancing it all and speak to guests who can help us all live a better life. Whether you're looking to streamline your daily routines, boost your well-being, achieve your fitness goals, dive into personal development, or find inspiration to step up into the best version of yourself, we've got you. So are you ready to step up your game? Let's go. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Stepping Up. Honestly, I don't know where to start. <laughs> so as you know, I launched my first three episodes last week, and little old me landed in the charts. Yes, guys, we are number one in Australia on the Apple Podcast app and we're number, we got up to like number five on Spotify. I was with the big guns up there, guys. And it's not about the rankings, honestly. Honestly, the biggest highlight for me in this whole thing has been your incredible feedback. I am just so overwhelmed in a good way with all of your amazing messages, comments, and your love for this podcast. I honestly really hoped you guys would like it, but you absolutely exceeded my expectations. And I can't tell you how grateful for this community I am. I just, I already feel so much closer to you guys. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm kind of waiting to see if like a limo rocks up anytime now (laughs) or Mark Zuckerberg gives me a phone call. Um, But anyway, I, yeah, I just can't believe it. Like how many of you told me different parts of my story that resonated with you. And that's literally why I shared my story. I know for the first episode, it was a little bit emotional and deep, but I felt like it was so important for you guys to get a bit of background on, you know, my life and the different journeys that I've been on and all the different things that I'm going to be bringing to you through this podcast and teaching you. And I just, I honestly, I'm just here to help. And the feedback I've already gotten from you all has just honestly blown me away. So I just, I love you guys so bloody much and thank you, thank you, thank you. So right now, as you guys know, we just moved house. We're in the unit. And because I've been so busy with this podcast, drink every time I say podcast, I haven't unpacked anything. So we're living in boxes. Like literally Ryan was walking around the house. He had a towel on and he was like, Steph, I don't know where my undies are. (laughs) And he's like, should I go buy some? I'm like, oh my goodness, dude, come on. Ryan's funny like that. Like, as you guys know, I label everything. Like, I literally label everything. And I love him to death. I love him to death. But he has such a man look. And I don't know if your partners do this, but he'll literally say to me, like, Steph, where's the pasta sauce, for example? And there's literally a tub in our pantry that's labeled pasta sauce. I'm like, I don't know how much clearer I have to make it. 
But anyways, this is not about me bagging out Ryan. I just, I go on tangents. But apart from all the fun and games, we're doing this huge giveaway. And if you're listening in real time, that giveaway actually ends at midnight tonight. It's all my favorite brands and all my favorite things. It's worth over, it's like over $1,500 or $1,800. So for an extra bonus entry, all you have to do is screenshot today's podcast and tag us on socials. So tag Steffing Up and also tag Just Another Mummy Blog and you'll get that bonus entry. So there's going to be a bit of a change of pace today. <laughs> I had to, I had to. So today I'm bringing on the absolute legend that is Mr. Pace. Ryan, my husband. And I know you guys absolutely love Ryan. Every time he's on my Instagram, you just, you froth over him. He's hilarious. Anyway, so when we sat down to talk about, okay, what are we going to talk about in this episode? It was really hard because there's so many different topics we can talk about. One of the things we did talk about is how we actually met, the whole story of how we met and a lot of details you guys really don't need to know. We were very open in this conversation. So we talked about that. But one question I get all the time is people ask me, how do you keep your spark alive in your relationship, especially after you have kids? And it's one of those things, look, we're not perfect by any means, but I feel like this is such a common question and it's such a challenge for so many people out there. You know, you go through your relationship and you go on date nights and do all the things and you have time for each other, you have time to actually speak to one another and then you have children and everything just changes. Everything's different. Even like as a mother, your body feels different your life's different, your relationship changes, and it's inevitable. So besides the laughs, there's so much good info in this episode. We talk about our non-negotiables to stay connected as a couple, and Ryan and I be very open and honest about the biggest challenges we found after we became parents. The other thing I actually talk about is why I lied to my parents about who Ryan was when we first got together. And one thing I didn't expect us to cover is Ryan's advice on how to support someone with anxiety or postnatal depression, or I guess mental health in general. So that was such a good little part of the episode, but you're going to want to stay till the very end of today's episode because we are going to summarize the biggest tips that help us, not only as a couple, but in our life. And honestly, if we didn't do these things that I cover in this episode, our life would be a lot harder. Our relationship would be a lot harder. And look, relationships are hard. They're not smooth sailing, but honestly, these things just change the game for us. Now, lastly, before we get into today's episode, you all loved the stepping stone last week. So this week is a little something for you. Now, this is a really simple one and it's a bit more of a reflection because I feel like through life we go through things, we achieve things and we just never actually sit there and be like, oh, I did a good job or look how far I've come. And this is something that I think is so bloody important. So I want you to sit down at some point today or whenever or even when you're cleaning, I want you to think about you as a person, say 10 years ago versus you as you are now and how far you've come. And also thinking of the things that you possibly have now that 10 years ago, that past version of yourself would have wished for, would have died for, could have been kids. It could have been living in an apartment you live in now. It could be the job you have. It could be even that you've taken up a hobby that you never had before, or you've got some new friends you didn't have. It could be skills that you've acquired over the last 10 years. It could be absolutely anything. And I think it's just so amazing to think back because I know I'm someone I'm really bad at reflecting on things. And the other night in bed, I was just laying in in bed. The other night in bed, I was just laying there thinking like, shit, Steph, you've done some stuff. (laughs) You've come so far. Even just being able to be, you know, less of a people pleaser and just, you know, saying no more and doing what you want to do. So that's what I want you to do. It's something really small, something very easy, but it's going to make a big change to how you view your everyday now. Because, yeah, past you would be like, holy shit, 
This girl's amazing. So that is your stepping stone for this week. So let's get into the episode. I have a very special guest here with us today. The man of the hour, Mr. Pace, the man, the myth, the legend. Welcome. Thank you for having me in my spare room of the house. <laughs> He's a little bit nervous, guys, so we got to, we got to go easy on him. But, hun, you, you've been online for a long time since I started. Online? Online. Oh, okay. like on my I didn't know what video. you were getting at there. <laughs> <laughs> like on my, yeah, my yeah, vlogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all started off a bit nerve-wracking, but I'm used to you um, calling me up now. <laughs> so we thought, we, I thought I would bring Mr. Pace on today because I feel like a really big topic that people struggle with is relationships after kids. And, you know, Ryan and I, we're not perfect by no means. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but we have learned a thing or two over the years. So I thought, firstly, obviously for the new podcast fam, they don't really know who you are and things like that. So I thought we could go back in time to when our eyes first locked <laughs> and love and sparked. Love at first sight, eh? <laughs> So, Ryan, would you like to tell everyone how we met and how old we were and all, all the details? Yeah, okay. Maybe not all so the details. Yeah. I feel like you're testing me here. <laughs> this isn't about what everyone gets to hear. This is about you testing me to see if I remember what happened. <laughs> well, I think we went back when we are 17, so we're 33, if I got that correct. No, sorry, you're 32 still. Yeah. Um, he's so much older. He always says, because he's two months older, he's like, I'm so much wiser than you. So much more life experience. <laughs> that extra two months does a lot. When you get there, you'll know. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're 17. Um, I was going to a house party, one of my mates, and, yeah, didn't expect this good-looking chap over here to turn chap. up. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila? Hi, yeah. I'm a, I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you come to the party? Your friend dragged you there. Hey. So, no, you got to tell your version. Oh, okay, I tell my okay. version. Yep. So, she was there. I think it was a pool party from memory. And it was only, it was only a small party. It's probably only 15, maybe 15 people I there. Feel, maybe because it was, it was my first proper party. So, to me, it was like full on. Yeah, was it? Okay. But I wasn't a partier like you were back in the day yeah, until no. I met you. I had a bit. I had a few years of experience before this one. So, yeah. Whole, um, whole two months experience. <laughs> So yeah, we um I think all the guys were chasing you that night. Hey, mm. you were like no one knew who you were. You're the mysterious. You're the mysterious girl <laughs> that rocked up from a school we never knew. So yeah, and then um later on that night, I think you got a little bit intoxicated and I thought you vomited. No. 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 I didn't. Oh, actually no, I okay, no, I did vomit. But I thought you were talking about it the first time we kissed. That oh. wasn't my vomit. No. <laughs> that sounds so gross. No, I can't. Yeah. See, my memory's shocking. Eh? I only go back about two months and anything before that. I can't remember. <laughs> All right. So I'll retell yeah, it. Yeah, you tell with it. full clarity. Okay. Not really, because I did drink vodka cruises, so there's not much clarity happening. No. But so I was 17. It was my very first party. I think I told my parents I was going for a sleepover from memory. Don't do my that, parents kids. Were, my parents were pretty strict. And look, I was a very good girl. I was a good girl. I went to a Catholic school. I was very well behaved. Anyway, so my friend, she had a group of friends who were a little bit older and they also went to Ryan's school. So I was obviously in year 11. And Ryan, were you still at school then or was did you already yeah. leave year 11 then? No, no, no. I didn't go to year 11. I was in year 10. I thought you went to year 11 for like a month. No, no. I got a, I got an apprenticeship the day before we went to go back to school. Okay. So I was in year 11. Ryan's 
a first year apprentice to yep. become a builder of the world. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I remember I bought this like sparkly dress from Supre, <laughs> disco ball vibes. And I was really nervous because, again, I was I was a pretty good kid. I didn't really get out much. <laughs> I think I sat and read Harry Potter most yeah. of the time, to be honest. So I went to this party. She was that good of a girl that even, remember what you had to tell everyone because you were dating someone from a public school? <gasps> yes, I'll, I'll get into that yes, in a minute. Another juicy one. Yes, yes, true. And it's, okay, anyway, so I went to this party and yeah, the guys are a bit intense. And I'm like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't bloody Bella Hadid or anything, but maybe people had lower standards back in the day. <laughs> oh. Jeez. Anyway, Don't so. Don't talk yourself down. Come on. <laughs> anyway, so I remember being there and then Ryan literally just followed me around the whole party. He followed me around like a lovesick puppy dog. No joke. And back then, so for a bit of context, I, I, like, I think I had one or two boyfriends before you, but they weren't anything serious because I used to see all my girlfriends always get their feelings hurt. And I was like, oh my God, that seems like so much like energy. And I just didn't want a bar of it. Anyway, so I wasn't out to find love. No. <laughs> I was out just to have a good time. You weren't seeking love that night. I wasn't seeking no. love. And so Ryan came along, he was following me around and I, I did think he was cute. I did, but I didn't really think I was going to go any further. And I actually thought you were a lot older than 17 because you're very tall and you have, as you guys can tell, he's got a very deep voice. He's like, hello, my name's Ryan. Hello, my name's Ryan. <laughs> Would you like to come around the corner of this house with me? That's really creepy. <laughs> So creepy. <laughs> anyway, um, so one of my friends, he had too many beverages and he ended up getting into a fight with a pole. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, I do, yes. Yeah. I hope he's listening because that yeah. was hilarious. Anyway, so I had to leave because <laughs> so my girlfriend who I went with, it was her friend as well. So we're like, we all got to go. We got we to bounce because we're, we're cool. What car did you get in? We got in a taxi. Oh, okay. So before I left, do you remember? So Ryan asked for my phone and he like put his number. Put number in a phone, yep. And what did you save it as? I saved it as Ryan ring me. Yes, yeah. very, smooth, very smooth, very smooth. Anyway, so get this. As soon as I get in the taxi and we're driving away from this party, <laughs> two minutes later. I was running behind. Nah. <laughs> two minutes later, I get a phone call from Ryan ring me. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it kind of just started from there. And I, um, again, I wasn't really out to sit to get a boyfriend. So Ryan did have to chase me for quite a long time. And yeah, I didn't know what the expectations were of my parents because my brother, Adam, you know, with his disabilities, he obviously didn't have a lot of women coming around. So I just kind of wanted to play it cool, play it low. I just didn't want to like, you know, stir any trouble. And I, for some reason too, I think a lot of my friends at the time, so we went to a Catholic school, which like, it was fine. Like, I went to a public primary school, so I do not judge. I do not give a shit what school you went to, and I didn't care what school Ryan went to. But for some reason, my friends had this vendetta against Ryan because he went to this public school. So then I thought, oh, my parents aren't going to let me see this guy. So I lied <laughs> and said Ryan was in my year. Yeah. So what did Helen do, my mother and my nan? They put on the detective hats and they went through the yearbook. And for some reason, every year Ryan was sick on photo day. <laughs> I still can't believe you said that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I was so nervous. How long did that, um, she didn't catch on for a while for like either. four months. Yeah. Four months. And I feel like this podcast could go forever. Anyway, so I kept this secret for quite a long time and then eventually I did tell them and they were like, why did you say that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just thought I'd get in just trouble. Just worked it up in your head. I mean. Yeah. And yeah, but a big thing too with like 
for me and relationships, especially as a teenager, as you guys know, my the first episode, I go back into my past. And obviously with my brother, Adam, I'm very protective. And I previously had a couple of boyfriends, like they were very casual, like literally high school, where I was like, we'd write each other love notes and and it was pretty much it, just MSN. Like it wasn't <laughs> anything serious. Good old MSN. And, you know, if like the boyfriend came over and didn't really say hello to Adam because he's nonverbal and things like that, to me, like that was it. Done deal. Out you go. See you later. Yeah. So I think with Ryan, because I actually deep down really liked you. Cool. I was a bit scared to introduce you to Addy yep. straight away. But do you remember meeting Addy for the first <clears> time? As obviously yeah, that was no, like the, was he the first person with a disability? Yeah, well I wasn't. Yeah. I was not sheltered as a kid, but yeah, before that I couldn't say I've been around people with a disability too often, so Yeah. Do you remember meeting him for the first time? Yeah, no, I do. I, what, it was what maybe was it, like? it was probably Four, four or five months after we were together. Yeah. We were together a while. I was very, because I was very protective of Addy, and also because I liked you. Yeah. I was actually really worried of how you would react. Yeah, yeah. Because but if you reacted in a way be, that was not favourable, then you'd be like, "I'm yeah, like catch you later." Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I do remember meeting him. He put his hand out. I think we touched hands. That was yeah. him saying hello. He loves you. Yeah. So cute. He like looks at Ryan as like a big brother. I think. And I remember Ryan was putting up a wall once in the house we grew up in and Addy was helping you sand it. Yeah, so, yeah, like the round motion was sanding yeah. the wall and then he'd come up and done it. That was cute. So cute. Anyway, sorry, guys, I digress. Um, so, yes, he passed the test. He did. And from there, we we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh. And you know what the first thing Ryan said was? Do you remember? No. <laughs> so he asked me a few times to be his girlfriend. Yes. I and did. then I finally said yes because I was busting his balls in more way than one. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, you're right. I had to. You got all um, the jokes today. <laughs> um, and he said, oh, I have to change my status on MySpace. Ah. Oh. So romantic. Yes. And another friend to add to Tom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all the young ones won't get that joke, but. Anyway, so that's where it all started. And now we are here, both running our own businesses. I We've know. We've got two kids, a no. dog. And who would ever thought Ryan would be on a podcast? Yeah. Never would have thought the day. Yeah, there you go. So there is one question that everyone is dying to know before we get stuck into today's conversation, even though we've said a lot of things <laughs> already, is what is your pet peeve of me? Ooh. How many is it? There's not many. There's a They're very small. Probably probably the worst one that's getting to me lately is... Oh, shit. I'm in trouble, guys. <laughs> so in a relationship, I'll always find there'll be one driver. It'll be other. So I'm the driver. We go anywhere, I'm driving. Yeah. So I go in the car, unlock the car. I'm obviously the first one in. Steph's always getting her handbag. Something's in there, getting her makeup taken. My Steph Pace planner's lunch bag. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you don't have one, you need one. But um, yeah, so she's coming to the car last, always last, and then just reefing on the door handle. like. <laughs> oh, so when it's still locked. Though. When it's still locked. <laughs> and I know she's there. I've just got to like press the unlock button on the door, but no, she just keeps... The door handle's going to come off in your hand one day. Because I don't like to wait. <laughs> I know, but it's just, yeah, that, that thing just annoys me. Oh, honey. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can get past that one. Yeah, but. That's, that's, a, that's a red flag, I think. <laughs> that's a red flag. Yeah. Is there any other ones? Um, toothpaste. Before I get into your list. <laughs> yeah. Before we're here for 20 minutes. Toothpaste. Okay, what about um, toothpaste? You'll... I could use it for another three weeks, but you want to throw it out and you can never squeeze the last bit out. Yeah, because you just, I don't know how you do it, but you get right up in there and you get the rest <laughs> of that toothpaste out. Yeah, that's just, yeah. don't, well, want, to, don't want to be wasteful. Well, I thought there was another thing. I remember you said there was another thing with the toothpaste. Oh, no, the cap, sorry. The cap. Yeah, so 
you'll use it for like three days and there's just that much gunk of toothpaste. Not gunk, it's toothpaste. (laughs) like ill. All dried up on the top of it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know how hard it is to put the cap back on. I I don't know how I do it. I honestly, I try. I do try. I have tried to fix my ways, but I can't. I do that with cleaning. I still can't master it. Oh, mate, don't get me started. (laughs) All right, my pet peeves are Ryan. Let's go. Five-hour podcast, I'm tracking. I think my pet peeve with you is you always use the last of the toilet roll and you leave the empty toilet roll on the bench mm. and you don't put it in the bin. But the yeah. other thing, and even the girls, Harper and Willow have picked this up too, you will always, I don't know what you do in the toilet, I don't really want to know, but you take the toilet roll off the toilet roll holder <laughs> and then you put it over on the bench. Like why, is is it like you don't like, to, you got something <laughs> against toilet roll holders, you don't like them? No, I, I think maybe the toilet roll's too low, so I put it up on the bench. You need a lot of movement, we, range of movement. Usually when I'm sitting there for 20 minutes, we're juggling. like For an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the best work's done. And my other pet peeve of you is when I ask you politely to do something, and I say it a couple of times because you've got selective hearing, and then like three days later, I'll be like, hun, can you please like you know, lift this thing in the garage or whatever. And you were like, or I'll say, can you do this? I've asked you like so many times. And you go, you have not told me that. You have not told me that once. And I'm like, (laughs) are you kidding me? I'm like, kill you. Selective hearing, you call it. Oh, it drives me crazy. But it just goes to show you, because sometimes I'm like, yeah, why didn't I listen to that all? Sometimes I honestly think you didn't tell me. But then I come back to the toothpaste and you still can't master that. So I think we all have our flaws (laughs) and we've just got to live with it. All right. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about when we decided we wanted to have children. So, you know, Ryan and I, we've been together since we were 17. So we've grown up together, essentially. Like I was in year 11, you're a first year apprentice. We've seen different phases of each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you remember the days when I used to eat noodle box for breakfast? Yeah. (laughs) We could talk for hours here. Back when you first worked at Subway. Yeah. And I put extra cheese on the subs and it was a really hard job. (laughs) (laughs) Up until, yeah, we... You know, we moved into our first home and then, you know, we decided we wanted to have children. Yeah. And so, we and before that, we weren't even thinking of kids. We had one no. friend that had yeah. um, a son. Yeah. Maybe. He's our godson. Yes. Maybe yeah. two two years before we had at Harper. Maybe yeah. two years. Yeah. We were not. But I we were like, yeah. We weren't on the radar. Yeah. The kids weren't on our radar at all. We were but, young. Um, we were very young. We got married at like 22 or I 23. Know, 23, I think. Yeah. I think I was 22 too. 22 and you were 23 because yeah. you're so much older than me yeah, by two months. That's it. But then something clicked and we just said, let's have kids. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. It was very sudden. I felt like for me, it felt like something was missing. And that's when I thought we need to have children. Mm. But so for you, was the idea of what kids would be like and the reality very different? Yeah, it's hard to say because you're in the situation now, but you, you don't know what you're in for till you're in it, mm. really, do you? No. Yeah, especially I think the hardest thing for me was the sleep deprivation. Is that is deprivation? That that? <laughs> no, De- sleep deprivation. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he's yes. still sleep deprived. <laughs> still haven't caught up on that sleep seven years ago. Yeah. So yeah, that was your biggest. Like that shot. was that. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. No, I think for me, obviously, and this will be a whole other episode. Is my postnatal depression? I went yeah. through. That was rough. Hey? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was rough. And look, so Ryan is someone who has no health issues. Thank no. the Lord. I'm very, very grateful. 
no mental health problems. He's literally like just goes through life, <laughs> sailing sweet, just nothing, no problems. And it actually really does help me. And I think that was one of the things that really attracted me to you is your humour, obviously, because you're so funny. And you're just so chill. And that really helps me with my anxiety. Like mm. everything's good. So Ryan's like my biggest cheerleader. And every time I worry about something, he is just like, everything's good. Like the other day I had an event where I spoke at and I was freaking out, which I always do. I just get nervous. Yep. And you're like, Steph, you've done heaps harder things before. You've been on TV. You've done this and that. And it's just like one of those things that really attracted me to you. Yep. I don't know what I was talking about before. I've gone on a tangent. Uh, kids. So the hardest thing about having kids is it like- Yeah. So with Ryan, having a girlfriend and then a wife that had anxiety, like- he really had to kind of learn about it, didn't mm. he? Oh, I knew nothing. Like even in the earlier days, I used to have to drive you to your first job. Yeah, remember before I went to my first year apprenticeship because yes. you were just so anxious about going out yeah, in the dark. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't even know what anxiety was. Yeah, so Ryan's a a, tra- a champ. Oh. A tra- <laughs> Ryan's a tramp. A tramp. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> Ryan's I, a champ. I didn't think we were going to tell him about that yet. <laughs> I thought that was the fourth episode. <laughs> this is the fourth episode. Oh, that's why then. <laughs> oh, Ryan is a champ because, for some context, I've always been really scared of like going out at night. And, you know, for me, uh, when I worked at Subway, I used to have to go and do open and then bake the bread and things like that. And it used to physically, do you remember how physically sick it would make me the mm, night before? Gosh, yeah. With anxiety. And Ryan just like stood by me. He's very just open minded and understanding. And look, He's not perfect. And I do I do feel for people who have partners who are just very like close-minded to that. And I do get a lot of people who message me. And they're like, how did you get Ryan to get it? So what would mm-hmm. you say, I guess, to those partners whose wives or whatever have, you know, anxiety or some mental health issue? Like, is it just because that's just how you are? Or was yeah. that like a mindset you had? Like, what advice can you give to those, those people? Um, I think a little bit of how I am, but I think... Until you're exposed to it, mm. you're just naive, really, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it was because I'm like I've always been very open? Yeah, a lot of communication. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, there's so many things that I didn't even know what what it was. So yeah, and I was, like, <clears throat> I was learning about it as we went, really. Mm. Um, just I guess yeah, be supportive, and you got to be a team in a relationship, don't you? Especially as a parent. Yes, massively, massively. I guess for me, it was just that I was no longer in the driver's seat. Like your child is literally going to be dictating your routine, your life, your sleep, absolutely everything. I think that was the biggest challenge for me because mm. you know what I'm like. I like to be in control, be in control. of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's funny though because even though I do like to be in control, I feel like I am a laid back person. Like I am very go with the flow, but I think with things like sleep especially, that was rough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really tough. What was the biggest things that, I guess, changed not only in our relationship but our, our everyday life from when we had kids? So before, like, what were we like before we had children? A bit of context for that. Um, look, before, we, yeah, I think the years leading up to having kids, so even from the 18-year-old to maybe the 21, definitely maybe 22, mm. it was just weekend after weekend, whatever we wanted to do. Mm. A lot of going out, going too out. much going out. I was actually thinking this the other day. In the early years, you know, between 18 to probably 22 because we had kids young, do you remember like you didn't want to miss out on anything? Yes. If friends were throwing a party or going to yes. the beat, like you felt like you had to go to everything. You did because then you're like you're missing out. Yeah, like now I don't give a flying. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear, but yeah. I would just pip it out. Like... <laughs> I'm happy to stay home. I don't want to go to anything. I'm like, the same. Um, 
you commit to something and then when it comes up to it, you're like, oh, I don't know. I'd rather just stay at home and play with the kids or watch Netflix. Yeah. It's but funny how that changes, hey? It does massively. But um, yeah, when you have kids, I guess everything just revolves around them. So, mm. you know, even both of us owning a business, work, trying to work around their schedule mm. and when you can go out, I've got to check with you if I – you know, if you've got Harper or Willow and I can go do my things, vice versa. Mm. So work's a massive thing and just socialising in general. They come first now. It's not yeah. about you. Yeah, and I think too, like you and I used to be really big on date nights. We used, mm. to, I mean, we used to always go to Civic Video oh, yes. every weekend and every week and we'd get videos. How much over, overdue fees did oh, we used to get? Oh, we're probably still paying <laughs> overdue fees even though Please don't there's, no more, there's no more stores. <laughs> but yeah. And we used to just spend a lot of, yeah, quality time together, I feel. And, yes, like we used to always – we used to be massive on socialising and, again, because we didn't want to miss out. And then you have children. I think that's what I struggled with too because if you remember when we had kids, we only had like one of our friends who had children, one kid, sorry, and then none of our friends had children yet. No. And I felt so alone. Yep, yep. And it was just us. Did you feel like it was hard to adjust from going out with your friends all the time to them being like, you know, you kind of – not getting invited to everything because they probably because obviously because they they know you can't. It's just that age, and I and look to be honest, I remember when our friends had our godson, and they were two years before us, and we'd go over their house like as we used to pre kids and have drinks and play games, and then next minute their baby's crying in the other room, and you're like, no, no, I want to keep playing this card game. <laughs> don't worry about the baby. <laughs> so you know what I mean? You just you just don't know. You don't, and it's yeah, it's just one of those things where. Like nothing truly can prepare you for parenthood, hey? Yeah. And I think what a lot of people struggle with is their relationship after kids because you go from having, you know, your most important person is hopefully each other. You know what I mean? It should be yourself technically, but each other. <laughs> it should be each other because, you know, you have yeah. date nights, you, you get up, you can go to like Sunday brunch, spend time together, and then it goes from, you know, the only conversations you're having are about kids bodily fluids mm. about you're like pretty much just feel like I feel like a lot of the time you and me lately especially we're just like passing shifts yep yep this is the first time we've talked yeah who are podcast. you yeah I'm I actually feel nice like a guest because <laughs> <laughs> it's busy yeah, like life nah. gets busy and I do feel like you know unless you're just really good at being open with each other and I do feel like we've always been very honest with each other mm. I feel like Ryan and I are very good at having a laugh. You guys would probably tell on Instagram and all the things. Like, we actually give each other shit because that's our, like, love language. We like to, you know, make fun of each other. <laughs> I thought your love language was touch and feel. <laughs> you wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I guess, for those who are after some advice on, you know, how you can help your relationship post-kids from, you know, having each other at the forefront of every thought because Ryan just always thought about me. Mm. <laughs> And like being able to have date nights and just go with the flow to then having, you know, your every day, every movement revolves around this little human. Yep. What else would you say? Um, I think because everything revolves around the kids, trying to have that quality time together is key. Like you got to think when Harper was born, mm. we did not have one night without Harper for what, like a, a year time. and a half or something. Yeah. And being first child, you know how you're a helicopter parent. Yeah. Second kid's probably out the front in the car at the moment. So, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Don't say that. <laughs> He's joking, I'm just everybody. Joking. <laughs> oh, God. There's a bowl of water. Um, <laughs> too far? No, it's um, fun. So, 
<laughs> yeah, just making sure the quality time because you don't like even now we don't get that too much. No, we got you always say let's go on a date night. Yeah. We got to organize it. We never do. Just life gets too busy. I feel like there was a period of time where I think Willow was a little bit older, and we ended up going more or more on date nights because I felt like I just really I missed missed you, and I feel like you don't really mm. get to just talk to each other and catch up. Yeah, but I feel like we had sort of a bit. Is that when we had a bit of a schedule where? Either your parents or my parents will have the kids. Yes, we did. So we are obviously very grateful and sure. lucky that, you know, our parents do live locally. And we've got that support if we yeah. need it. Yeah. So I think back then we scheduled, it was like once a month. Yeah. One of like either Ryan's parents or my mum and dad would have the kids or one of the kids. So they'd separate them because it's easier. And that actually worked really well. Yeah. And that's something I would like to bring in to the rest of the year yeah. and for next but year. But I think now we sort of, if we do that, it's like... Can you have the kids so we can work? Because we're always so or, busy. Can you have? Yeah, true. No, that's true. But you know, like, what was the other night? The other week, I think my mum had the girls, and we were like, "Oh, we'll go out for dinner," and then we ended up doing nothing because mm. you just want to sit there. You just want to like do absolutely nothing. Yep, yep. It's hard, isn't it? It's yeah, it is. Yeah. So I guess like I just hope that this episode shows you that you're not alone and no. even Ryan and I like you know we have our weekly schedule so like a big thing for us is communication especially Ryan runs his own business I run my own business and we do need to know what each other has on mm. so you know writing that down in the planner popping that on the magnet and everything like that and also constantly reminding Ryan <laughs> that it's on it's that's that's the magnet it's on the fridge <laughs> Read the magnet. But, you know, like we're not perfect whatsoever. Yeah. We're just, we're winging it just like everybody else. But I think in terms of like your relationship, having that communication and if you are struggling, you just need to be really honest about it. Mm. You know, like Ryan now, he does strongman. So now he's into like the gym and lifting up bloody cars and shit. And not, not very strong. Just you are. Let's put it, that out he there. says that and he won his first comp. Yeah, it's one out of one. <laughs> It was not. Anyway, so I think also like obviously right now our kids are at, at an age where it is a little bit easier in a sense, yeah. not the back chart. That's it's different. Shit. It's You you, you realise now what they say by it gets easier but harder. Is that the term? Yeah, so um, it's like little people, little problems, big people, big problems. Yeah. So like there's more drama now with friendship groups and things like that with Harper, whereas Willow is a bit more like, here's the picture I drew today. Soon they're going to be um not knowing how to use a toothpaste. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is yeah, having communication with each other, making sure you're organizing your lives together. Like make sure you're not just putting your needs at the forefront of everything. Like make sure your partner's also able to go out and lift up cars and do what they like to do and what they enjoy. You know what I mean? Mm, yep. Yep. And I think the other thing too is what we would like to do, like we said, is try to schedule that time just by yourselves. Now, look, I know not everyone has support around them. I get that. But even at night time, like once the kids are in bed, put your bloody phones away, Ryan. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Everyone's, no, Ryan's pretty. You're not pretty. I'm not, not too bad. But um, yeah. You think when you when you mentioned about the video store, what we're doing when we're younger, it's like it'd be interesting to be at that age with society mm. now. Like, mm. like what you do? Like you know, would you even talk to each other? Or are you just on your phone. Like, yeah. That's how everyone is. Yeah, it is sad, isn't it's, it? It is sad. Yeah, but. But That's as, the normal. Yeah. But um, Ryan, as Ryan knows, I've changed a lot with my phone. Yes, habits, you have. She went, she went on a retreat and come back. New woman. A new woman. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, basically, if you can't have date nights, have date nights at home. 
Mm. Even yeah. if the kids have to be there, like if you have to give them an iPad, give them whatever, give them a bowl of water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying uh, that, but anyway. I think you better go check on Willow. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they're like the main tips I would have to say. And I think the other thing that's a really important thing is dividing the tasks. Yep. And you've always, I'm very, very grateful, you've always been. Oh, first time I've heard this, sorry. Oh, what? whatever. You're so full of shit. He's a very hands-on dad. Yeah. Very hands-on. And he's always been like that. And I'm very grateful. But as soon as we had the kids, because I um, I like to have control. I like to have control. But I knew straight away, as soon as we had Harper, that I needed to let him find his own way in terms of changing nappies, bottles. Even if it made me like have a little twitch, you gotta, <laughs> you got to let them find their way. And look, you nailed it. You absolutely killed it. But- I think that's really important. So you need to realize, I guess, as a parent, whether you're the mother, father, whatever, that, you know, as long as you have the same values as parents in terms of, I guess, discipline and how you think your children should be raised, if you both don't do the exact same thing as each other when you change a nappy or make dinner, like you got to kind of just let it go, like pick your battles, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. What, yeah, exactly. We're pretty much a team on that um, aspect, weren't we? Yeah, still are. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with Ryan and I, yeah, we're yeah. very much divide and conquer. So, you know, on the weekends, I'll write on our don't forget list on the, on the fridge, like things that need to be done and we just split it up and get it done, really. Yeah. So I think just being really mindful of how much of the load is your partner carrying compared to you. And look, everyone has to work everything's hard. Being an adult is hard and it's not about comparing to each other. And I think another big thing is not holding a grudge and just admitting when you're wrong. Like how many times have I said, what? Yeah, no, I'm just laughing. How many times? There's been times where I've- How many times have you been wrong? Oh, really? <laughs> how many times? So like, especially when it's coming up to that time of the month and I feel like I've been a bit of an a-hole and I'll say to you like, sorry if I was a yeah. An asshole yesterday. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, like I didn't notice. And sometimes you'll be like, it's okay. <laughs> but I think just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being like, sorry, I was a dick. Yeah. You know, like move on. Yeah. You don't yeah, have to you be can't proud. Hold grudges. No. So, yeah, I guess if we can conclude our top tips would be communication, divide and conquer mm -hmm. and make time for each other. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel like we could talk forever, Mr. Pace. Oh, I think you have much wisdom in that head <laughs> of yours. That's two months. Two but, months extra. Yes, we're sitting here. We're in the, the unit at the moment that we're just moving into, just it's, moved into, yeah, and there's no air con. Right next to the window. It is hot. It is hot. Anyway, so I hope this episode has helped you guys. We really enjoyed having you, Mr. Pace. How Thank was your you. first time on a podcast? Yeah, besides the weather. The um, weather. <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah. As you start talking, you can... You can see there's a lot to give. Yes, yes, we did very well. We're proud. I'll give you a gold star. When, when will I be back? Episode, what, 100? No. <laughs> so please let us know on socials and also tag us if you listen to this episode. And if you have any questions for future episodes with Mr. Pace himself, let me know. I definitely will be doing one about postnatal depression and how to support your partner. And if you just want to do like a couple's Q&A, we're down for it, aren't we? We are. All right. Thanks, guys. And I'll see you Thank next you. week. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of Stepping Up. I don't want this to be just another podcast you listen to, get inspiration, and then you don't take action. If there's been something in this episode that will help you step up into the best version of yourself, open up your notes app or your trusty planner and make a plan. And if you love listening to today's episode, please take a screenshot and show me where you're listening from. I absolutely love seeing it. Make sure you tag Stepping Up and Just Another Mummy Blog. And make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss what's coming up next week.